Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, the wait is finally over. The NRL season is upon us. And we have already been treated to a golden point thriller last night between the Melbourne Storm and the Parramatta Eels. Craig Bellamy leaving West Sydney with his perfect opening round record intact. And now attention turns to the one New Zealand Warriors and their season opener in Wellington against the Newcastle Knight. It's the first under new coach Andrew Webster. There's new signings, new hope. There's plenty for the fans to get excited about. Joining us now is the one New Zealand Warriors CEO, Cameron George. Uh, Cameron, thanks very much for your time this morning. Wellington tonight, uh, how excited are you? Um, because you've put so much work in behind the scenes. Now we're going to see. Morning, Smitty. Uh, extremely excited, mate. It's it's game on now. Uh, Eight o'clock tonight. It's all the bullshit aside. It's it's what we stand for. It's what we've worked hard for uh, on and off the field, and um, we should have a big crowd there tonight to cheer these boys home. Yeah, indications are of a good crowd. Are they ticket sales? Yeah, look. As of yesterday, they were well ahead of trend. We're up around the the fifteen mark as of yesterday, and um, you know on game day. Usually that, you know, really spikes with good weather and the weather's nice down here. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to a good crowd. We had an open training session there yesterday. We had about eight schools attend. There was a huge crowd there for that. So it was really, really good to engage. Cameron, you've been around the scene for a long time. You've been to uh, first day um, matches uh, on many, many occasions. What sets this season apart, do you think? What gives you hope this year? Uh, it's a hunger that um, I'm seeing, uh, I'm hearing uh, uh, from the new players, from the coaching staff, the identity that they've created amongst the group and the environment, um, what we stand for, and that is, you know, to win the arm wrestles, to get in the arm wrestles, not be scared of them. Um, you know, not run away from putting a ball in the corner and just keeping the teams there and wrestling them out of the match. And that's the mindset across the organisation. Um, we're not scared of what's before us now, and our young players are ready for it. They've been in and around the team for a couple of years in really difficult circumstances, so they're better, they're more resilient, and Webby's really tapped into that. And um, I'm just really uh, confident that they've got the right attributes across the park with experience and youth to go after some really difficult and challenging games this year, which we're excited about. So you sensed, uh, as you said, you had an open training. You've got a real uh, sense of uh, involvement. I mean, you've taken your first game away from Auckland, so not for, at, at your home base. So, and you're also what going to Napier this year. What other parts of New Zealand do you hope to engage at some stage? Yeah, look, across the, yeah, across the board, look, we visited about 18 schools here in Wellington this week, mate. We would love to have started our year off in Mount Smart this year, but... Um, due to concerts we couldn't so it was great that we could come down to Wellington and be a part of the community here maybe a mate you know our thoughts and prayers are with everyone up there and um, you know we're doing our thing on the way to Napier to make sure that we can help you guys um, rebuild your great community and we're looking forward to being there and being a part of that so also Hamilton will get to see us later in the year but um, we're quite active been in Christchurch um, recently so we're quite active in and around the, the country. It's just so great to be home and connected again. Something we're really not taking for granted. 
Have you talked to Stacey uh, about the start to the season? Stacey Jones, of course, you, you appointed a interim head coach last year just to get you through to the end of the season. But if anyone can sense it, um, Stacey surely is in a great position to do so. Yeah, I just had a coffee with him this morning, actually. Um, yeah, he's really excited. He, he can sense and understands the difference. Look, Smitty, you, you appreciate it being in and around the sport arena at the top level, that you bring certain people into your club because they bring something to the table. And we've got a real competitive streak in every recruitment um, that we brought here, both coaches and players, Mitch Barnett, Dylan Walker, Murata Niakora. Um, you know, they come to training and they expect high standards. They expect training to be equal to the actual game. And um, they've been some of the biggest changes. And every single one of them are connected to our club or our culture. And, um, you know, Mitch Barnett, his jumper presentation this week, to anyone ask what he wants to prove. But all he wants to prove is what he can be to his teammates. And, you know, he wants to fight to win for them and for us. And that's the sort of style of person we got here. And Stacey's really excited about working with that team. It's uh, it's great to hear because uh, the concerning thing last year, of course, uh, Cameron, and we don't want to dredge up last year too much, but you know when when head coaches are saying, look, I, I just get a sense that these guys don't want to be out there. Um, that is exactly um, the thing you're trying to avoid. Yeah, exactly, mate. We were worn down last year. We were you know shit in a lot of ways, but um, you know we reset, regrouped, we we flushed all that out when we got back, and um, everything now is uh, available for our players to be the best they can be and that goes from what we've recruited to what's been moved on uh, to the new coaching staff and nothing bigger and better than being home and um, there's no excuse not to start this season well and it starts tonight at 8 o'clock so tune in through SENZ. Tune in, all right. Uh, we'll be tuning in. Uh, look, you've in- introduced this great concept of ambassadors, uh, the likes of um, Monty Beath and Rowan Gutenbill, Kevin Campion, Wanangi Kupu. Uh, how do you how do you hope to use those guys? Uh, what is their actual role, and have they been involved yet? Yeah, absolutely. Monty is at the club a lot. Uh, he's working across the club in many different facets, but uh, he spends a lot of time at junior training implementing, um, you know, the warrior way and what it means to be a warrior. Arwen's outstanding. You know, he uh, he loves a social time and a good time. Uh, he's always a part of our corporate and players, um, you know, options when, when we need him. And Kevin Campion, you know, we keep him close to us. He comes over. Um, you know, and we've got um, you know, Wairangi Cooper as well from a cultural aspect. So being connected to our past is really important. Understanding the present is great, but also setting ourselves up for the future. And we all play a role with that. And the ambassadors are big leaders in that, um, in their roles and what they do for the club. And this one final one that we haven't haven't mentioned, but the Mad Butch is one of our greatest ambassadors, and he's bringing about 200 people down on a plane today from Auckland. So he's leading the charge with the fans. Well, it wouldn't be uh, the Warriors without him. There's no doubt about that. Um, the other thing, of course, that you um, which was very apparent is that you left spots open for new recruits or youth coming through within the club. You happy of how that's uh, come about? Absolutely, mate. Um, one of the big things that we've obviously lacked for a number of years now for obvious reasons is um, is a pathway and structure. And last year we invested, uh, last week we made a decision to invest very much into that, into that area. Next year we're going to have five teams. It's the first time we've ever had it in our life. And our owner, Mark Robinson's just been instrumental in investing in this space. And we're going to have an opportunity for an under-17 
person in New Zealand right through to the NRL, and that's never happened before, but we want it to happen. We've got to do it. We're the only NRL club without it. And, um, you know, we're now home of reset, and every kid in New Zealand will have a chance to wear the Warriors club gear if they want to play in the NRL, which is exciting. So how do you how do you go about that? I mean, you know, you couldn't do it when you're away from home, but how, how do you actually reach out? How, how far do you get your tentacles out around New Zealand looking for that kind of development? Yeah, everywhere. Andrew McFadden's char- uh, charge, in charge of all of that. Um, Tony Iro, Grant Polkington, we've got a number of scouts throughout New Zealand. We're working with schools, working with junior leagues. Um, and we're putting the Elite Pathway program in to complement what they have in place. So at the end of the day, it's identification and then providing them the development pathway to excel in. And we've got, you know, Blairy leading the SG Ball uh, team this year. They're undefeated, which is great. That's an under-19 team. And next year we'll have a 17s and a 21s as well, as well as a reserve grade in NRL. So if you want to be an elite player in New Zealand in the rugby league um, industry, the Warriors is the brand for you to wear and you've got a pathway to get to the top. So it's, it's really exciting. In this day and age, of course, as well, uh, we have to consider uh, women in league as well. What about the, the pathway for women uh, to the NRLW? Yeah, really good question and a very important part of our future. Uh, I'm just in the final stages of appointing someone to head up the women's program. The next intake um, for the NRLW is 2025. I've already put our hand up for the NRL uh, regarding that. Um, and we uh, all roads leading to 2025 has been back in the NRLW, which is hugely important. The numbers in the women's game in New Zealand has been huge. They're growing, probably more faster than the male sector. Um, and we will be a part of that, and we will be a force to be reckoned with in 2025. But we're going to start now with our development and pathways programs. Let's look at uh, the opponent tonight, uh, Cameron, if we can, thanks. And that, of course, is the Newcastle Knights. It's an interesting first-up opponent because, you know, uh, at this point on the, on the betting side of things, uh, the Warriors are favourites, but that makes it even more dangerous, I think, uh, because there will be a lot of nerves on both sides, a lot of nerves. You can have uh, all the expectation, all the preparation, if you like, but, you know, the, the, inside people's heads as athletes, first up, it's always that level of uncertainty. Yeah, it is, and um, as you say, there's a lot of nerves, anticipation, trying to get it right on tackle one rather than working for it. But um, And Newcastle got an extremely good record first up every season, so they will be hard. Anyone with Caelan Ponger in the front line playing six will be extremely hard. Um, but, look, tonight's all about defence for us. Uh, you know, the points will come if they take their opportunities, but it's about stopping the points, and that's where we need to see our team start the best they can this year is having some steel-like resilience in their defensive line and uh, Newcastle will be pretty tough to hold out but if we hold them out um, you know we're really keen to then work hard at the back end of the game with our points uh, scoring capability. Okay tomorrow morning uh, you wake up hopefully with a, a win against uh, the Warriors and the, the column uh, and then of course it's a very important race day uh, of course in, in your role um, involved with uh, New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing as the chairman. Cameron, do you get an opportunity to get to the Derby, big day? Mate, I'm on a flight at 8.30 tomorrow morning, heading to Hamilton. Um, up to see our great mate of Butch Castles. Look, it's fantastic that New Zealand Derby is there at Tarapa. Huge crowd expected on course. Um, he's done a great job in setting that up. And 
I'm looking forward to being there. I think the favourite, Sharp and Smart, will be extremely hard to beat. He's a special horse, and New Zealand should be very proud and should follow his journey from tomorrow onwards. So the development uh, of racing within the country as well is something you obviously have to look at very, very closely. I, th I think I read something the other day where uh, there's a possibility they were maybe looking to offload some of our um, some of our process and uh, and TAB involvement uh, overseas. Is, is that on the cards? Yeah, mate. Look, the, the TAB are currently undertaking a process to consider a partnership with an international waging operator. Who that is, we're not privy to. Uh, they've got a number of parties interested. Look, it is an option that they're considering. And what would that would mean um, to the listeners to understand is we're not selling or they're not selling or the options not to sell the TAB, but to certainly partner with someone that can provide much bigger scale and capability with the operations, which is, which is a really good consideration to undertake because technology changes rapidly, betting options and so on. So if you look at our offshore wagering partner, uh, people, uh, what they could bring to the table for the New Zealand punter could really enhance our sport and the experience that you, the punter, have, um, which is really important. If we don't look at those options, we're going to have to invest millions and millions and millions of dollars of industry money into technology up, upgrading and so on. So partnering is a really good option. Um, obviously, that sits with the racing board and the government, but it's not selling the TAB. It's just simply partnering, and I think it would be better for the industry if we if we take up that option at the right price. Okay, that's another conversation down the track we'd love to, to have with you or someone from the TAB at some point. But in the uh, in the short term, it's all about um, uh, rugby league tonight, mate. Uh, all the very best. Uh, let's hope uh, all mate. the planning comes to fruition first up, eh? Yeah, thanks for that. And on behalf of the Warriors, mate, we really are thinking of everyone up in the Hawks Bay. Uh, we look forward to being up there and we're really going to support you when we're there. So take care, guys.